0: From Palma de Mallorca to the global superyacht community, Superyacht Radio. We're finally on with Walter Schmidt, who is the author of a fantastic book, which people should be reading now that we're all in isolation. The name of the book is Superyacht Sales, Seven Swiss Top Secrets to Success. Walter, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Thank you for inviting me
1: for this call. And hopefully I can bring in some value, especially in this rough time to calm down as much people as I can. So let's see what we can do.
0: Yes, a lot of people uh, running scared at the moment. First of all, if I could ask you, what is the situation in Switzerland?
1: Well, Switzerland, I think it's a little bit different. It depends where in Switzerland you are. I have figured out it depends if you are in a huge shopping center, which is still open because you can buy their food and stuff like this. Obviously, there is more control, and in the smaller shops, they also started yesterday to have entrance limitations, so that they just let in some people, but in general, it's quite calm here in Switzerland. People are still relaxed, sort of. Well,
0: that's the nature of the Swiss, isn't it? They are very relaxed people. They always always feel like, when I used to work in Zurich, I always felt like there was this sense of, we're in control. (laughs)
1: Yeah, which I hope that will remain, because it will be not over in the next few weeks, I guess so. And the economy situation also in Switzerland is really drastically going down, or is already down. Uh, Now it is also the question, how the government acts if the promises they made that everybody gets enough money, also very small and single person companies, that they have enough money to survive, Mm. as long as this is given... I think situation could remain quite quiet, sort of.
0: Yeah, um, and that—that's that, actually one of the big worries with um, with our industry is the economic impact. I mean, there are the bigger companies that could probably weather the storm, but there's a lot of smaller companies that are very dependent on the seasonal work because it is a seasonal industry, and we are just entering into the med season. Um, And there's no boats going to be moving around for the foreseeable future.
1: I think this impact will be very, very high. What I see when I make a comparison now to Switzerland, small companies that also are dependent on seasonal other companies, I think it's the same as super yacht or in the yachting industry in general, that small companies – they really need to readjust their whole strategy. They have to put the reset button to zero now and really starting getting innovative to take time now as the time is here because there is nothing to do except making the choice whether you're worried or you use the time now productively and strategize what other sources you could actually deliver in the future, and how to survive in this present moment with the existing network that they have. And maybe this could be an approach of the huge companies who have still enough resources to overcome this situation that they might get together with one or other company, the smaller ones, to make sort of a cooperation, a contract on how to deal with the situation that if it is over, when it comes to sort of regular, which it will be different anyway. But then there is still then a cooperation and delivery chain existing prepared for after this crisis.
0: Uh, but it, it's surviving till the crisis ends because you know, here in Spain, for example, we've been told initially, oh, kids, the schools are going to be closed for two weeks, um, people are going to be isolated for a couple of weeks. Uh, realistically, it's starting to look like it's going to be a lot more than two weeks. And if you listen to the scientific community, they're saying that this pandemic, there's not going to be a cure for possibly a year to 18 months. So being a small company, uh, if I'm a small company, and I'm looking at possibly a year of, of this pandemic going on, where, where do I put my resources? I mean, one side is, as you, as you say there, is strategizing and looking at perhaps vertical markets or horizontal markets and seeing how you can adjust your business to, to weather it. Uh, but the other is is survival. So do, do you put your money into marketing? Do you put your, your resources into... Where, what do you suggest? Well, <laughs> good question. <laughs>
1: because I can say anything, it could be right or wrong, but yeah. what I realize I'm sitting here is... I would most probably put my money into, into building up relationships, not really marketing sort of as it was up to now, mm-hmm. as this market is also going to change. But I think now what, what small companies need is a rela- is a network of the, of a very strong relationship to others to support each other to actually, I think one of the bigger thing is fear. Yeah. So once people can address fear and how to reduce it in supporting each other, that at least food and also beverage is guaranteed, sort of, that people are also in the position to share with others. I think, I think I will put energy more than even money into building up and strengthen existing relationships so that they can get together and surviving with what they have, in, actually, because, as you said, it will it will take more than weeks. I guess, personally, that will be several months, if not even a year, until there is a really huge change. Uh, hopefully, it will change faster, but mm-hmm. realistically, in my perspective, which I'm not an expert, but what I think, so that's why also, personally, I prepare myself for for a longer time, but I use it
2: this time. Yeah, well,
0: neither well, of our experts, but if you listen to the CDC and you listen to those who are experts, <laughs> they're saying the same thing.
2: Sorry, I mean, me. even our own <laughs> Irish leader, the Taoiseach, um, went on air to say, you know, we're, we're looking in Ireland at at least eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so But but I I have a question. I mean, in the yachting industry, there's kind of two sides of it in some ways. There's the very big companies, you know, the shipbuilders, the the well-known ones. uh, We're all going to be affected. But for the smaller companies, many of them don't have a cushion. They have seasonal work. You know, the, the season is the biggest time for them that kind of gets them over the year. Certainly, you know, building relationships and the friends we have in the industry make a profound difference. But for the smaller companies, how would you advise them to kind of reposition? Because I think this week, certainly here in Spain, uh, a lot of what we're feeling is a certain amount of shock and readjustment. You were talking about building relationships. Is some of it looking at, you know, for the smaller companies, who could they work with to try and weather this? Or what advice would you give for the the smaller yachting companies?
1: Well, first of all, as we are all in the same, more or less same situation, I personally would say that it makes sense to get in touch with all the existing clients, with all the existing companies that they have, first of all, an exchange to really explain and show them what this present situation is. And secondly, to figure out in discussions, what can one do a bigger company, as an example, for a smaller one, this requires, of course, that the big companies are willing to share. And this might be some things more difficult because fear also affects those people, everybody. And in this moment, as we are right now, a lot of people will have a hard time to share some things with others because they think they're going to lose too much to survive. I think I can address mostly the mental, the mental preparation on how we think and how we cooperate. And the smaller companies, which have no question to, to get back on it, to take money out of. Well, it really needs to have now the approach to not focus on the existing or the past activities they did up to now. I think now it's really the time to have the courage because they can't lose anymore, most probably, a lot of them. So that's the chance to look over the border to see what else possible online or in the services or whatsoever to, to be ready when the time is over and everything is going back to a certain normality. And yes, I'm I'm pretty sure as well in Switzerland, it already happens that companies just break down, that that happens too. This is you can't talk that away.
0: Well would I be right in thinking that smaller companies have an advantage in so much as they can change direction and strategy relatively quickly, where the larger companies I remember one person likening it to the difference between an oil tanker and a tender. That an Mm -hmm. oil tanker in order to change course could take about five miles before it can actually turn left where tender can just very quickly go that way. Do small companies have an advantage in being able to be more adaptable and quicker than say larger companies that have that corporate process in order to change direction or is that a thought of old?
1: I think personally definitely they have a huge advantage in this perspective and that's why for me when I Make the comparison again to what's happening here. The big companies, they may have the resources to survive longer, uh, but they're stuck on 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 their changing process. And the small companies who can quick from one day to the other, they can change their strategy, their products, their services. But what I see is, what comes up now, is definitely the ability to start getting together the big and small companies if they're still going their own way it's got to be much more harder than when the big companies which they I mean they rely also at the end they depend also on the small companies because if small companies are gone there's nobody here for the big companies so they need to realize hey hold on we are dependent on them as well not so much in the short term but in the long term as well that happens because when you see the market right now delivery chains that Bring in products to Switzerland which we would use or need, and this is not given anymore. The huge companies—they're all going broke right now. Hmm. And the same, the super yacht industry. I mean, a shipyard, a big shipyard, without the delivery ability from the small companies, cannot survive at all, too.
0: And they also so got much is, bigger overheads as well.
1: Yeah, that's that's the second part. <laughs> Except <laughs> if they fire all people, which cannot be the
0: Solution, because then you have the knowledge that. strain on, on that, so you can fire people, but then yeah. you're losing that experience and knowledge in your company. Yeah.
2: And and can I also say you're also losing the goodwill? You know, I, I've noticed on social media um, a number of, of posts of either um, on the industry side, yacht crew being told that um, they're losing their jobs, on the bigger side in the UK some very big hotel chains just, you know, letting people go very quickly. There's a certain amount of goodwill that I think has a longer effect. I I realize that not everyone can keep employing the same number of people, but even if you reduce it down or reduce people, it's better for some people to have some job even if it's part-time than, you know, the same amount of people – but get rid of people, if that makes sense. I think right now, goodwill is really, really important because I feel personally one of the big things that is going to be changing is is how we operate as a society. And being good to other people, being good to the people you have already, is is part of it. That's what will last in a year or two's time. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, I see it. Absolutely, because the biggest value in every company are human beings, is the human capital, because they do the work. It's not the boss who's doing the, the work you know, on, on, on the bottom line. It's our, those are the workers. So the capital, the biggest capital is human capital. And I think the realization of this fact, which is not new, but not really accomplished, uh, uh, acknowledged. I think that's going to be a big change. And those companies who rely on this value i believe they will survive better and will grow faster once this crisis is over and loyalty is another word loyalty to the company will not be present when the company treats the employers just like uh, like they're nobody or just a piece of something like
0: a tool Mm
2: -hmm. Mm, an extra an extra resource but um it, as you say, I was thinking this yesterday, it doesn't matter how big the company is, every company is essentially made of people. Um, and that is what certainly we're feeling the most. Um, I think this week has been a week where we've talked to more friends around the world and family around the world than we would in uh, other than possibly Christmas time, you know. <laughs> I think that, the positive,
1: yeah? No, no, sorry, I was just
0: going to, no, no, carry on, sorry, Walter.
1: So I think the, the positive impact is that people get together closer now, as you just said, in Christmas time it happens there for a certain kind of days or maybe a week. But now is really going to be more impactful, and this is something we should focus on. And fear, which is, in my perspective, one of the biggest problems that we face right now. I think this has to be addressed and this cannot be addressed when we do not talk to each other and mm. trying to be ego driven so well, this is well, a huge point we can catch on
0: that that's one of the underlying themes that goes through your book is um, the, the the necessity for communication good communication i think the times that we're entering into now that's um, very salient
1: yeah communication I figured that even yesterday when I was shopping for taking, for taking some bread. Actually, I realized when you start nowadays talking to people, even their social distance required, even on distance, they're more open now. When you start the communication in a way that they appreciate and the way that they feel, all oh, right, this, this, this guy is talking to me. And it's, it's not just a number or somebody who's walking by. So, communication is a huge thing that will change as well in every industry, whether it's in coaching, whether it's in sales, or whether it's in within companies, because the value on how you validate your communication consciously will be determined. Your result that you are going to make with company by the end.
0: Uh, that's very. It's, it's great to hear because I, one of the things I remember for you know, I come from Ireland, as does Maeve, and in Ireland we talk to everybody, uh, even when they don't want us to. We'll still talk to them. And one of the things that I, I noticed when I went to Switzerland and that I I I tried to adjust myself, but I ended up adjusting those who worked with me was that Swiss reservation. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not the type that would strike up a conversation at the bar. Or indeed, in the office, it was, there was a formality. It would never be Dave and Walter. It would be her Smith or, you know, uh, <laughs> it, there was a formality to it, which, uh, which I quickly broke through. So hearing you say that you know, you're actually just talking to strangers is um i think that's a sign of the times. that's great to hear i've found that also in spain like i'll go outside i shouldn't do i'm actually starting reading or listening to the alan Carr stop smoking book because that's something i want to get rid of out of my life now that, <laughs> now that we're going through this i realize what a stupid thing i've been doing for years but even standing outside the door having a cigarette people passing by there's a lot more hellos, how are yous, and a smile and acknowledging each other, which I think is one of the benefits that we're going to come out of this, where people are more open to communicating with with each other.
1: And definitely. And what you just mentioned, the reservation of the Swiss people, <laughs> how I break through is very simple. I mean, we have the saying as is a Mr. Smith or Walter, and we call it either C, which means you in a polite way, or Tu, which means the you, which is in English anyway, you is you. Yeah. Like tu and
2: vous,
0: as in the French.
2: Well, tu. Yeah. Is <laughs> and here it's, you know, tu or ustedes, or in France it's tu or vous.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I just started to, when I talk to people, I just use the you version, the, the, the direct, the personal version, and compared mm-hmm. to maybe three, four weeks ago, People are much more open to accept it and to step into that because it connects. It connects very fast, mm. and people appreciate exactly this part now to be acknowledged, to be recognized, and to be part of the community and not somebody not a stranger. Because as a stranger, you're obviously not so close, and you will not get the benefit as if you are friends. So. That friend's approach now may play a quite huge role in, in, on how you feel in your in your daily life right now.
0: That's actually a, a good point because you, you, I'm going to go back to your book because I'm loving your book. But that's what uh, one of, one of the things that you bring into it about you know uh, building a relationship with your customer is building that friendship with them yeah. um, and that bond which we're seeing now. I think.
2: So, uh, are they, can I just? Be eminently practical um, because
0: I tend to be. but forgive me. I keep plugging the book. Yeah, I know.
2: But I mean, I'm just sort of thinking of if I'm an industry company and uh, right now everyone's, uh, you know, in, in a state of flux trying to figure out what's next. So on a very practical level, now is a good time to write a little email to all your clients, to all your industry friends, to just reach out and say hi to them in some ways maybe look at small companies who are doing something similar to you and to see whether over the next couple months maybe you could work together and provide the service you're providing with another company because all of you are going to be hurting so instead of competing for the same the same piece of meat piece of meat so to speak um maybe look at you know, partnering up and, and working in partnership with other companies so that you can you can provide that service, but you're not trying to get the same piece. Would that be kind of, in essence, what you're saying?
1: Yeah, well, I, w- I, w- I would say in that way that the cooperation, the need of cooperation of companies instead of competing each other something that came up I realized in this in the yachting industry already some years ago when I realized okay the crisis that we or they went through as well had already a certain impact that different companies started getting more together in sales and this is something that has to be more extended in this version right now because there is enough there's enough for everybody it is also driven by fear all the time i think I come always back to the wording "fear." Every company that thinks that they think that there are competition around is driven on the bottom line on fear of losing or not having this huge success, which is typically financially meant. But I think this is now the chance to get together to figure out how to create a new kind of economy in the yachting, so that those who are existing or even you that comes up have the space in this niche which will be anyway not as big as others and very exclusive so this would be also empower companies to share maybe some know-how with other companies in, in order to grow on each other but that's maybe not the, that fast
0: that's quite a big step I mean getting past that and I agree with you I, mean, I I can't remember who it was who said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself there was something in World War Two. Mm-hmm. probably um, Churchill Possibly, Churchill, yeah. But it's it's a very big ask to, I mean, for example, as I said, I, I used to install VSAT and networking on, on yachts. And I worked as a, as a sole trader. Then go to another person who, who I would have viewed as a competitor and say, hey, let's pool our resources. Again, my fear is, well, I'm diluting what little business may exist out there and having to share that with the other person. How do I, how do I switch from that fear, um, point to the more open, embracing person? That's a big I step. would
1: use, yeah, I understand. I understand. I would use a word which is quite a hard word, but it's a question of surviving right now. If your company is still is going through his own, or his own way to, Make business to survive and let others just on the side. That that comes up the question if that is a long term run or not. And I think one of the keys to to, to turn is it really to, to have enough fear. Most probably, some some companies need to have to suffer more still to, to to get rid of the fear to be open enough to start thinking on cooperation with certain competitors. Uh, I know it's a huge step. It is. You have to let go a lot. A lot of who are listening right now would maybe think, "Oh, this is crazy." Yeah, it might be crazy. But interestingly enough, that in those kind of situations, the hard, the critical situations, new opportunities comes up when you are open enough and take risks to do some things which you have avoided up to now, because you need to figure it out how that works. Maybe it, it, it works out for you as a company quite well. Maybe it opens doors. Maybe you have to change something completely. But if the, the thing is always how you change is how you succeed. If you remain on the same path in this situation, I doubt that this will be a success.
0: Yeah, you do. I mean, it's extraordinary times, and and one has to take extraordinary measures that you'd never have dreamt of in the past. Um, and it is, as you as you say, it's 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 a matter of survival. And it's just, it's switching that mindset, you know, from that, because when you go into survival mode, it becomes a very insular thing, you know, I've got to protect myself and my family, and taking that uh, and recognizing that in order to do that, I need to embrace my competitor, share my resources, my knowledge, and, you know, pull together to work with that person um i agree with what you're saying i'm just hoping human nature be that uh forward thinking
1: i hope so too and i mean you know if they get together if a cooperation takes place it doesn't mean that it has to remain all the time change is always something that has to happen so we are talking about the present moment nobody nobody knows what's in six months
2: no. So. I and I think that's the biggest challenge for all of us is is the not knowing we don't know how long this will last none of us have ever excuse me experienced anything like this you know we've had market crashes we've well, had I
0: don't think anybody terrorism history.
2: we've had all sorts yeah. of things over our lifetimes but we've none of us have ever experienced anything a pandemic you know the last but, time but was our great grandparents it, generation it's
0: not just a pandemic it's a pandemic it's an economic crash it's an oil crisis it's a climate crisis all we are short of is it raining frogs and rivers of blood <laughs> and i refer to genesis of the bible old testament
2: <laughs> but then I, I i so i'm switching from smaller companies to bigger companies With bigger companies, you know, let's just say FedChip and Lurson, you know, they both build magnificent super yachts, but they're going to be feeling it right now too because their clients are the upper high net worth individuals who who are facing the same, I mean, they're still people, they're still facing the same pandemic. And for many of them, what they've leveraged to buy their super yacht or buying their super yacht is going to be, possibly shot out of the water. Would it not be harder for the bigger companies to look at kind of collaboration and cooperation together?
1: Well, I think for the big companies, it's anyway more difficult as they're not used to do that step. Anyway, not as fast as it would be necessary now. And I would say even that the leaders of those companies like Fatship or Lureson or Heason I mean, they have a huge responsibility. What I hope for them that they mentally will be strong enough to make decisions not based on emotions, rather than on rational and logical reactions and and needed actions. And I think those companies, the high quality companies as well, they will find a they will find a way to survive. I, I, there, I have no doubt. That's a question. Yeah,
0: they, kind of they question, have the resources. Question of time
1: yeah they have, and even though they if, even if they wouldn't have they have already proven records on what they can do so they will people will go back to those companies anyway they have a request for another yacht or service for yachts.
0: It's also, it's also I guess an opportunity for them to look at yeah you know, because uh, they, if you talk about fedship and Larsons Um, they're the kind of top end of the market I I liken them to the Rolls Royce and Bentley of the market Mm -hmm. Um, where it's an opportunity I think for them to look at the smaller companies that are really going to struggle and expand their portfolio by bringing those companies in under their umbrella Um, you know because you've got a lot of companies out there who are developing we call them pocket uh, pocket super yachts yachts. or Um, there's companies out there who are developing uh, uh, green boats, you know, solar power hybrid boats, mm. which is an area of the market they haven't touched. But it may be an opportunity for these bigger companies to swallow up those smaller companies um, and diversify and expand their portfolios going forward.
1: Possibly. I think whether it's swallowing swallowing up or just support them and. Keep it sort of their, um, under their umbrella, but still without their name, that there is no mixture yeah. comes up. But the technology, as you said it before, the small companies are faster in changing. Mm-hmm. So it might be also that the technical part might be more sophisticated from the small companies because they have the resources faster ready. So that there is also the cooperation opportunity for big companies to take over also some new Techniques, whether it's solar power or something else, alternative energy. Definitely, I think this is something that I mentioned before to going over the border or thinking out of the box completely, or even throw the box out of the window (laughs) and restart. (laughs) And this has to be done quickly. That means also to me, companies right now, they might have double work, than before because now is the time to, to really work on the business.
0: And for but for, for the those little individual ones, I think it's going to be difficult for them, for those kind of mama and papa businesses. Because they're 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 not going to be taken up by the pet ships or the lersons. And that's that's going to be difficult for them to to take that strategy of of combining their resources with with their existing competitors, if I can use that term. Uh, what do they do?
2: Well, I think it comes to uh, <laughs> lateral engineering. Have a um, have a logo of hashtag Ask New Questions. So I, I think for you know for companies that <clears throat> are going to be seriously affected by this, maybe it's time to look laterally. Of okay, this time next year, what is the world going to need? So maybe we need to change course dramatically right now and look at in a year's time you know where do we need to go to be in the right place for a year's time As, as the, except the, that we're just in survival mode for the next couple of months but you know a, what there, can i change in order to there is allow me to survive next month there's also year?
0: an overreaction to what's happening because for the 11, last 11 years we've been very much in a bull market and the, the stock markets have been way overvalued. And there's been no period of readjustment, which would naturally happen in an eight-year cycle, say. So where the stock markets are now, even after sustained losses, massive losses over the last couple of weeks, where they are now is pretty much where the markets were going into the 2008 crash. So if you stand Neither. back you know, and think to yourself, Okay, the, the financially, the markets have fallen dramatically. But when you think about it, before 2008, we were all in a big bubble, and that's where the markets were then. What's your thoughts on that, Walter?
1: Well, when I, I think first, Maeve's M- mentioning about, about the companies, the small ones, where they should focus, whether it's in one year, where the market is, what they can dramatically change. When we take as an example an engineer or, or an electronical company for for yachts, it might be necessary to think now, okay, there are yachts, but there are also houses, there are companies They need also these kind of services perhaps to survive right now and to be able to stay in the market. So those are the kinds of changes that might be, might be necessary to survive or even go completely into another Market where they have abilities or know how skills whatever so that's that's something that every company needs to think about what's what's possible what can they do what what can where, where can they serve people in another way I think this is a critical thinking part right now that they have to
0: to do to so focus on your strengths and and your unique yeah. your unique yeah. selling point I suppose use that term uh, yeah well, exactly, what your skill set so.
2: is you know time to be lateral. You know, I, I haven't used my whatever maybe I need to, to look at diversifying. I know I have lots of friends who, are, who have um, fantastic social media skill sets and they're looking at, okay, well, people are letting go of some of their marketing. Maybe I can find some, you know, small bits of whatever. I mean, I'm throwing that out as an idea, but look at your other skill sets. You know maybe it's not what you're doing right now but maybe you can do all sorts of scratch things that sniff. you haven't used well yeah it's um <laughs> one of my favorite books which actually probably helped us leave first from ireland was a, a little small little business book called uh where's my cheese and the story is about four little mice in a maze and there's him and Hall and scratch and sniff and you know, every day the, the mice go to their lump of cheese, and every day they get their cheese. And then one day the cheese isn't there. The cheese is gone. And so him and Hall keep coming back to where the cheese is and going, where's the cheese? And scratch and sniff. Well, they go back to where the cheese is, but it's not there anymore. So they go, right, well, time to scratch and sniff. And they go running around the maze to try and find where else there might be cheese in the maze. So yes, the you- moral of the story is, you know, move from being him and Hall and... Look at being scratch and sniff. Uh, have you ever come across that book, Walter?
1: No, not yet. It's, not yet, but it's it's a really good story. I uh, love it. No,
0: yeah. it was uh, it was prescribed reading. I used to work for Bank of Ireland, and uh, it was prescribed reading. I oh, know it was Daiwa. Forgive me, it was the Japanese bank, Daiwa Bank, and it was prescribed reading with Daiwa, and uh, it was to do with change management. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, very salient at the moment because it, it broke people down to the four main personality types and how they manage change. And I think we're in a, a scratch and sniff economy where people do have to go, okay, my cheese is not here. Let's go figure out where we can get other cheese and, and how best to do it in the maze of life.
1: Yeah, definitely that's the time right now for a lot of people and companies to, to take these actions. Now, well this requires also the the, the willingness to change.
0: Definitely well And i just
1: come yeah,
0: necessity can be uh, can be a great driving force. And, uh, we're probably going to see that over the next coming months.
1: It is. And now to come back to your question about the stock market, I'm absolutely not a specialist in the stock market. I just see the numbers going up and down and companies that re- really lose a lot of money. And these are some things I, I, I can't really Say anything about it which makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that's <laughs> never stopped. That would be guessing. <laughs> that, that's never stopped an Irishman from being an expert. <laughs> 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 Walter, unfortunately, we're, we're getting to the top of the hour. So we're, we're going to have to close off because we've got another guest coming up in a, in a short while. Sure. Thank thank you so much for joining us again on Superyacht Radio. And thanks for joining us today. And hopefully, over the next few weeks, we can get you back to talk about uh basically as as this uh, unfolds and develops and no doubt things are going to change dramatically over the next few weeks it would be good to uh to get your views
1: yeah definitely i mean so we we touch base whenever it's time for you
2: yeah
0: well uh, I, I think a, a glass of wine and a whatsapp over the next few days
2: will be Uh, yes a new type of we've got one or two dates lined up over the weekend with friends around the world of uh, let's catch up on Saturday night actually even friends in Mallorca let's catch up on Saturday (laughs) night on WhatsApp video and we'll share a glass of wine
0: well as Walter was saying you've got to adjust with the times and uh, embrace those around you
1: yeah definitely we can do that as well (laughs) Walter thank you so
0: much indeed that was um, Walter Schmidt he's the author of the book on super yacht sales: Seven Swiss top secrets to success. And once you read the book, there will be secrets no longer. Walter, thank you again. Do stay safe, and uh, my best to you and your family.
1: Thank you to you too, and take care.
0: You too, my friend. Thank you thank very you. much. Uh, bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye.
1: This is Super Yacht
0: Radio.